You are listening to the Superpod HeroCast, a Night Shift Radio production. Hello, I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. The Superpod HeroCast supports the striking writers and performers in their negotiation with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Neither Casey nor myself are members of either of the striking unions, the Writers Guild of America and the Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, but we believe that the stories we love and the movies that capture our wonder would not be possible without the writers and performers currently on strike. We are on the side of these artists. Our podcast does not promote struck work nor the work that would be struck today. Rather than promote, we dissect, analyze, and opine on these movies. We think that we can continue to produce our podcast while supporting the striking artists. If you are able, we ask you to support the WGA and SAG-AFTRA and their members as they fight for modern contracts that reflect modern issues. For more information, you can go to SAGAFTRAStrike.org or WGA.org or find the links in our liner notes. Thank you, and be heroic. Hey, Casey, you know how sometimes we have these rare movies that are like these hidden gems that we sit down to watch and I'm like, oh my God, I didn't realize what a good movie was lurking in the helmet. Yeah, this is one of them. Hmm. Oh. Oh, hello. Hello. And welcome to the Superpod HeroCast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes. Episode 125? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is. You didn't even prompt me. I didn't even prompt you. I'm Casey Ryan. And I'm Todd Panic. <laughs> and we and watched... We watched... The Punisher. Extended edition. Yeah. More violence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's... It's the cleanest violent movie I've ever seen. I think it's an origin story. I think that's one of the reasons that it's like that. Like, we we watch Frank fuck up a bunch before he finally gets gets but the guys in even the end. The, even, the, even the family slaughter that is the whole impetus oh, for the character. Lord. Like, their their blood budget was like $17. Like Also, it, I, I distinctly remember, like, you seeing... Every person in his family get mowed down. It was very strange. This weird Mandela effect. Like, I knew they did this super beyond fucked up thing of being like, it's not just his uh, wife and, and son. It's his entire goddamn family. Like, but you see people running away that do not get gunned down. I'm like, so was his entire family? <laughs> I, you know, Casey, I'll be honest with you. I was not excited when we pulled this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I am even less excited having watched it again. I'm angry. Oh, wow. I'm wow. angry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. For real? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I had a. I. I. Aside from a couple of little things, I enjoyed this movie. Get. I, wait. You're fucking with me. You're. You're fucking with me. <laughs> I'm not at all. Oh my I, God. I very much okay. enjoy this. I, okay, listeners. Look, I have no idea have, how we're we going to have to separate yeah. it from Punisher Warzone and. The other Punisher, but this is a good movie. What? Okay, you are fucking with me. You're fucking with me. I I genuinely enjoyed watching this film. Ladies and gentlemen, we've Uh had a good run. 
Oh no! Is we've it your made, turn to quit the podcast? I think it's. I think that. I think it's panic out. I. I. Okay. All right. Listen. I. If we're gonna do this, I need to be inebriated. So. Uh, all right. So that means since we are guys with beers talking about movies with capes. What are we drinking? So this beer, like so many of our beers, comes with from our good friends at Branching Out Bottle Shop in Township Five here in Camillus, New York. Uh, you know, I'm gonna start. St- <laughs> Do I need to tell everyone? It's branching out. If you've been here, go there. It's an amazing beer selection. Uh, I didn't know what direction I was going with this one, but found one from a brewery that we've drank in the past. So KCBC, which is Kings County Brewers Collective, they began when a motley crew of Brooklyn-based brewers decided to join forces and create a new brewery and tap room for beer drinkers across New York City and beyond. Kind of like Voltron, except for beer. <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, so this beer tonight is focused on, you know, the link is, you know, not to nothing, nothing crazy. Uh, the names of one of the characters. So uh, John Travolta's character, Howard Saint. Worst wig he's ever worn oh, in the movie. Yeah, and that's, that's there's the a part where you can see it. Yeah. You can see the band that's wrapping it on. Oh boy, I was like, yeah. this made it into the film. Like, it's no secret the man is bald and wears wigs. But uh, just... now it's not. But at this air in 2004, I think he was still trying to hide it. <laughs> well, not a yeah, very I mean, good not job. Well, not well, not well. But uh, so we are drinking KCBC's Saint Sally. Yeah. Now the, their description for first of all the artwork on KCBC stuff is wonderful. I would put it up there in the same at the same level of like uh, Bullfinch Brew Pub, like just some beautiful artwork, always creative and interesting. This one is no uh, no different. The tagline, or I guess their description for this beer, is uh, Sally the Octopus, the patron saint of silliness and tentacles, giveth unto us this friendly, seasonable Trappist style Belgian single. Pour pale straw yellow in the glass with subtle haze and soft white foam, brewed with premium German Pilsner malt and a Canadian wheat. Balanced Belgian aromatics, clove, pear, banana, spice, and a bonus blessing of citrusy Styrian Styrian salia in the dry hop. Bless you. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Smooth flavor and a clean, fresh finish. So this is a Belgian blonde. 5.5% 5.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, I like Belgian beers. They, they always have a really interesting flavor profile. And I'm, well, look, I'm it, excited it, for this one. It's good that we've got the patron saint of silliness with us tonight because there's, oh. some, silly, there's some silly humor in this movie that I actually uh, I, I, I kind of love. <laughs> I, Casey, I'll be honest with you. I don't think <laughs> it's possible for me to be more surprised that you actually enjoyed watching this movie. I, yeah. This is super fun. Oh. It was fun. Okay. Well, let's, okay, let's drink then. Hey, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. (laughs) Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, that's really good. That peppery, that pepper is the, is Is the strongest. think of for Belgian. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Good stuff, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Well, once again, if you're in uh, the Syracuse, New York area, go visit our friends at Branch Hill Bottle Shop. Finest beer selection you're going to find anywhere. It's true. 
Uh, right. So there was no no almost cast that I could find. I totally <laughs> thought there'd be like all these white uh, prominent mid thirty actors were up for uh, Frank Castle, but it was what it seems like is that Thomas Jane was always their first choice. Okay, uh, great actor. I have no, you know, I, I have I take. Uh, no, I don't know where I'm going with that. Yep. I, no, you know what? I yeah. think this is why I like this movie. You've got the, the Travolta of it aside, because uh-huh. he's pretty much just playing his character from fucking Swordfish with the same yeah. terrible wig. Yeah. Um, Who, uh, which is basically the the Earth human form uh, of his character from Battlefield Earth. Yeah, he pretty much laid into that. He's like, this is what I'm going to play from now on. Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. You've got some really good, strong character actors. You got... Mm-hmm. You got your Rebecca Romaine. You got your um, Ben Foster, who I yeah. fucking love. And every time he's in a movie, I'm like, yay, this movie just got 20% better by him just being in it. Yeah, and then this is an, an early John, career movie for him. Yeah, this is pre him being an X-Men. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Pinette. How do, you, how do you say his name? Pinette. Panette, yes. Who, I cannot who, do his favorite, his famous tagline for now. It is racist. <laughs> <laughs> but if you enjoy his humor, welcome to the club. I, I always thought he was very funny. Got it. Uh, there's lots of that guy actors in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to the character actors. Oh, um, yeah. I didn't go through um, Saints oh, yeah. crew. Like, they're they're all somebody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right? Like, I mean, the the wonderful Will Patton, who I love in everything he's in. Is that Glass? Yes, Glass. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. has this amazing amazing magic trick in this movie of everything he says is equally calm and fucking intimidating. Yes, yes, it yes, It is yes. this magic trick that I have never been able to do as an actor. I'm like, God, like like when he, he says something to Howard, I don't remember what it was, but the way he said it was that perfect line of like, I'm being stern with you, but you're also <laughs> my boss who could kill me, so I'm still going to have some politeness in my voice. He's really yeah. good. Yeah. He's he, really, he, really good. I He is an underrated actor in my opinion, or he he's uh, not under... He, well, I guess, no. Yeah, underappreciated. He's under, How underappreciated. About that? Underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, he's, he's wonderful in Armageddon. I mean, he's always the solid, like, <laughs> yeah. go-to everyday Joe guy. And this was probably super he, fun for him to play this really psychotic, but, yeah. like, cool psychotic character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's wonderful in No Way Out with Kevin Costner and Gene Hackman. As, yep. Yeah, just great. Uh, the wonderful Eddie Jemison is Mickey Duca. Yeah, from Ocean's Eleven. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, he's great. He's always uh, good. Roy Scheider. Like, I mean, Roy Scheider's in it. Come on. With a much more heroic death than he got in Jaws, The Revenge. Yeah. Oh. Off-camera heart attack because he was scared of the shark. Well, then, uh, oh, what's his, what, Brody, uh, then Chief Brody, maybe you should, I don't know, move away from the fucking ocean. <laughs> Yeah. If you're yeah. that scared of the water, find a new place to live. <laughs> That's right. Uh what else uh, you got for uh or no, oh, you, there well, were I could gush I could gush about the the um just every all the character actors, but please yeah. let's do your favorite thing. Just like yeah. in the banana stand. The money. There's always money. Absolutely. So uh this is a movie, comes out in 2004. It's got a $33 million budget. It does $55 million at the box office. 
to convert $2,004 to today, it's $1.63. So that's a $54 million budget, $90 million at the box office. But that's uh, it's not a commercial success. And that is why we did not get a sequel. a sequel. Yeah, but they don't go anywhere. Though there is the wonderful Dirty Laundry. Which is the finest Punisher, for me, better than John Bernthal, but because it is the... It is the calculating, strategic, uh, professional soldier. I, so, I don't. I don't like the berserker John Bernthal Punisher, which I think of. Which I, I don't know. Podcast. Did that? Did that change in the series? I never. Re- I. I got to tell you, starting the Netflix series yep. with him, like at the end of Daredevil, when he was like, "I'm going to go kill everybody who killed my family," and mm-hmm. then his series starts with, after that killing spree is all done. I was like, "No, no, no, go back." I want to see the Punisher be the Punisher. I don't want to see him be some fucking construction worker where people are using arslers towards each other. So, you know, yeah. I, it, I bounced after like two episodes. I was like, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, it, ju- it just misses, you know, the Netflix, it, it, very well done. And John Bernthal's a great actor. But for me, oh, yeah. there's no denying like, that. Yeah. You know, Frank Castle is a soldier and yeah. he turns his sights on criminals when they kill his family but he is a professional fighting man he is da- he has no superpowers right he has armaments mm-hmm. available you know there's no laser rifles or anything and he kills criminals and yeah. uh you know he the, the whole berserker thing just doesn't work for me but um let's talk about the creative team so yeah. two guys get uh writing credits one of them, Jonathan Hensley, also directs it. Talk about him in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other writer is Michael France, written a number of things that we know. Cliffhanger, yeah. Golden Golden Eye, yeah. Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk? Ang Lee's Hulk. Kevin and McNamara's stunt double? Kevin McNamara's stunt You don't... Um, what's, the, what's the guy who plays the Hulk? I can't think of his name. Lou Ferrigno? No. no, 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 no. In in Hulk. Oh, Mark. Oh, oh, uh, Eric Bana. Think of Eric Bana. Yep. Now think of Kevin McNamara. Front, wait, Syracuse's Kevin yeah, McNamara? Syracuse's oh, Kevin okay. McNamara. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, Syracuse's I, own. The sexy yes. Jesus, if you will. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Got it. Okay. Uh, I don't, you know, I just ran into him in Lowe's a couple of weeks ago. I, I'm he, jealous. I, don't, I miss that man. I don't think of him when I see Eric Bana. I don't know. Okay. Well, it's been a while since I've seen him. He may, I don't know. Is yeah. he horribly disfigured? No. It's okay. No, you could. T- no, no, he's an attractive <laughs> man. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, and then the last uh, last movie credit for Michael France writing uh, the 2005 Fantastic Four. So. Well, <sighs> okay. Mm, yeah. I think if you want to know our thoughts on that, it's been our back catalog and uh, we're not kind. Yeah. Yeah. Rightfully so. <laughs> exactly. The other writer, the gentleman who also directs it, Jonathan Hensley, uh, very famous name. One mm-hmm. of the most, so the, his little mini bio from IMDb, I thought this was pretty good, and I thought I'd grab it. One of the ma- most prolific screenwriters in the action-adventure genre, Jonathan started his career writing episodes of the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles in 1982 Ooh, yeah. for George Lucas and ABC. He wrote Die Hard with a Vengeance in 95. The best Die Hard movie, fight me. Reconceived from his original spec script, Simon Says, 
Mm-hmm. He, f- he followed that with Jumanji, 95. His script for The Saint in 97 was completely rewritten by others. After this frustration, he enjoyed a long working friendship with producer Jerry Bruckheimer, with whom he collaborated on many projects since, six, uh, since 96. He rewrote the whole script for The Rock without credit, which he tried desperately to achieve via WGA arbitration. He did uncredited rewrites on Con Air in the remake of Gone in 60 Seconds and received, and received executive producer credits on both. Armageddon, so he made Nicolas Cage sound better in all yeah, yeah. In three instances. Yeah. Yep. And Armageddon from Jonathan's original idea was the second time Jonathan had the highest grossing film worldwide at the box office. The other was Die Hard with a Vengeance. So certainly a guy who brings a lot of credibility, some writing yeah. and directing chops into this action adventure superhero movie. It doesn't la- it doesn't work. I don't know why, but uh it's a big old for me. So So now you've given his bio. Do you know one more very important thing about this man? Uh I I don't know what you're his going to next tell door me. neighbor? No. Roy Scheider. Come on. R- literally the reason he's in this movie. <laughs> Hey, Roy. That, so it's the 4th of July Roy! barbecue. Far <laughs> yeah. from the beach. Far from yeah, the beach. Far, but he's far, like, far hey, from the beach. Yeah. Even though the beaches are open. Yeah. Well, you got to keep the beaches open. That's right. I mean, a guy with a spiffy suit told us so. Okay. That is a nice uh, suit. So, you know, also, this is while a- we're talking about the suit, Paul of Tompkins, if you ever want to be on our podcast, <laughs> you can wear that suit. We'll sure. do whatever fucking movie you want. <laughs> sure. We'll get suits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll wear a suit. So, in terms of production stuff, that's about it. We This is the third time The Punisher has appeared in our podcast. We've previously done the 89 Dolph Lundgren. We've done the Punisher War Zone with Ray Stevenson. All right. Rest in peace. Just yeah. finished Ahsoka. Really? God, good. how good was he? Yeah. Oh, phenomenal. And of course, I'm how like, good was what? the whole series? Like the series was phenomenal. By the way, we're going to talk about Ahsoka for a minute. A spoilers. B. We are not saying you should go watch it. We're just talking about how awesome it was because we are still under a strike. Right. Right. <clears throat> Anyways, how fucking great was Ahsoka? It rejuvenated my love of Star Wars, which had give the keys to Dave Filoni to yeah. everything. <laughs> Yeah, it's the really man good. knows what he's fucking doing. Yeah. Um, do you, do you not love Chopper? Like I love Chopper. Chopper. Their droid. Oh, is that oh, 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 oh that one? Yeah. yeah. The little fucker just murdered people left and right on the on <laughs> Rebels. He's known online as a war criminal. Like he blows up an entire Star Destroyer just cause. That's why when they're like chasing the one ship and he's like, Can't you shoot it down? He goes, No, it'll land in the city. And he goes, Is that a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, chopper, you fucking war criminal. Uh what was it? Was it when the when the Republic Senate is taking the And Chopper is one hundred percent about to murder that senator. But, but they say something about like uh like they're only fighting droids or something. It was something like you know, like droids aren't a threat or something, and Chopper's like <laughs> Like, motherfucker. Yeah. Maybe you should go watch Rebels because Chopper's 100% a threat. I love that they got. Oh, oh my God. Chopper's so funny. Well, I. And it's Dave Filoni doing the voice. Oh, that's funny. That is funny. It's him going. Well, on the strength of Ahsoka, that might make me go watch Rebels because I thought it was wonderful. So, Rebels 
A has it is more kid, so just be ready for that. Yeah, but sure. it has one of the best reveals of a character in modern Star Wars. Okay, that's all I'll say, and when it happens, you're gonna go, oh, that's what Casey's talking about. It's very <laughs> early in the series, but when yeah. it, like I'm watching the first couple episodes, I'm like, this is all right. That happened. I'm like, motherfucker, I am sold. What? How many seasons? Oh, four. Okay, that's four. Not, yeah, that's not and crazy. it's it's. I mean. Even not knowing, even knowing Ahsoka is in this universe now, you figure out she's like a she's a code character in the beginning, and like watching it, we're all like, "Is this Ahsoka? <laughs> is this huh. gonna be Ahsoka? I hope it is." <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I, 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 it was really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it, and I think I'd gotten kind of, uh, I'd gotten kind of jaded with Star Wars derivative stuff. Over the last few years, and and mm-hmm. uh, I enjoyed yeah. Ahsoka more than I've enjoyed a Star Wars thing in a long time. One hundred percent agree, and so sad that Ray Stevenson a will not be able to continue Balin for ongoing yeah. seasons, obviously, but also didn't get to see the love the internet gave him for that character. Yeah, yeah. he, yeah, it, he fucking he was knocked wonderful. out of the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um, I've okay, heard rumor so that, just... uh, that people want it to be Liev Schreiber. I mean, okay, it's a pretty big age jump, but all right, all right. I'm no. assuming it. <laughs> I think you're thinking Leo Schreiber's younger than he is. He's roughly around the same age as Ray Stevenson, I believe. Uh, let's see. So he, Ray was, geez, Ray was, was he young. 59? He was young. Yeah, super sad. Oh, my Lord. He hadn't even hit 58. his birthday this he was year. 58. 58. Yeah. Oh, my God. He missed his birthday by four fucking days. Ugh. Ugh. Well, we just That's brought the horrible. podcast down. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Casey. Oh, and <laughs> Liv Schreiber is 56. So, so yeah. Yeah. You're, I, big, I thought Ray Stevenson was older <laughs> and Liv Schreiber was younger. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. But, All right. Todd, we're not here to talk about. <sighs> Damn it. Star Wars. No, we're not. Oh, but you know what we are here to talk about? Anything other than the Punisher? We are first. Uh, we have okay. a little poll on our uh, oh, social media. Uh, I didn't even. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I didn't lobby. I didn't campaign. I didn't even look at it after it went up. How do, do we me do? a favor and insert Ron Burgundy saying, "I don't believe you." No, 100%. 100%. (laughs) No, I know. Um, But yes, uh, sadly, we're going to be watching... Yes! Roadhouse. The Devil Douche. Exactly right. (laughs) if you remember what the deal was, I get to choose the movie and we make it a double feature for... Yeah. Yeah, so Todd... Yeah, let me tell you what the other thing we're going to do. So this is going to be our this is going to be our one of our summer fun time. uh, Yeah, this no this this might be our holiday. Okay, all right. Yeah, that Um, uh, what we did that that double feature we can make that work for a we can fit that in our regular. Yeah, okay, yes. So what are we giving? Because our summer is uh, Legends of Tomorrow. The or um the Christ and Infiniters. That's right. Uh, so this movie has police, which you like. Sure, love it. It has uh, adventure. Great. Who it doesn't has love that? pirates. Pirates. Okay. 
All right. Okay, and police. Pirates and It has police. Kevin or, Klein. Wait a minute. The Pirates of Penzance? How does this even... How does that... Okay, that's fine. Your reaction. That's what it is. It's movies that neither one of us want to fucking watch or the other one's making us. <laughs> that's our theme. I, I remember, though, but I remember the movie Pirates of Penzance. I don't hate it. So I feel like... I feel like whatever... You were tr- okay, whatever so we're gonna, no. revenge you were trying to get is uh, is uh, you've, you've missed make the you mark watch. here. See, but, but beyond that, like any musical movie, I was going to choose a musical movie because sure, fuck you, sure, that's of why. Course. Yeah, um, yeah. But like all the rest of them were either both going to like, like The Greatest Showman, Moulin Rouge, or never, we're both... never seen Moulin Rouge. So we're going to do Moulin Rouge. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but you have to, like, they have to connect somehow thematically. No, that's like, why it's Pir- Pirates of Penzance, because you don't want to watch a musical. N- nay, the th- an okay, operetta. The, th- the, theme is, the theme is my reaction. The theme is our yeah. reaction. That's the theme. Yeah. Okay. The, the theme right, is folks. I don't want to watch this listen, movie. Listen, audi- friendly audience members, I love you all, which is why... I'm ensuring that we're watching a great movie. Casey clearly hates you all because he's going to make us watch this other dumb movie. Uh, not dumb. Great. Uh, Pirate <laughs> King on my bucket list to play. Okay. I am available. Right. Uh, I, am, I, 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 I may be moving into... Uh, um, oh, God. I can't even think of the word to make the joke. Not um, offer only. There it is. Offer only? Meaning... You don't audition. I don't, like, don't want to. I don't want to audition anymore. I'm too old. You're an, you're you're a Jesus. I think you're t- you're too old for that. You're getting too old. <laughs> too for old this for shit. this shit. <clears throat> That's right. All right. So, so okay. So holiday season. Our our uh, our audience has something and fun I will to look be forward uploading to. Uploading the Pirates of Penzance movie to our uh, shared Google Drive after the episode. Excellent. <laughs> it's so good. Angela I, Lansbury. I, I, I vaguely remember it growing up. I feel like it must have been a. It must have been one of those movies that was. There was a time when it was in heavy rotation on HBO because I feel like I, I feel like I, it popped I, up a lot. I feel like Joey might have watched just a bit. Uh, he, Ms. I'm sure Linda he, Ronstadt. I'm sure he did, but I but I actually feel like it predates Joey's love of theater. Like 1983. I, I have, yeah, I have. I'll bet you. I'll eighty three. Oh, maybe maybe not. I don't. I mean, I definitely have seen it, and I, and I thought it was like an HBO rotation thing, but it okay. might have been. Yeah, I'm. Right. I'm. This was a heavy rotation in my house. I fucking love the Vice of Vincent's. All right. I mean, I love Kevin Klein. Actually, I. I How can you I'm not, not love Kevin hate, Klein? Yeah, I'm not going to hate this movie. So, uh, all right. Cool. Well, no I will be hating Roadhouse. Oh, it's so good. All right, buddy. So, mm. uh, well, on that note, I think the only thing left to do would be two. Roll that film. Todd, I was very kind. I gave you the intro because you love this movie so much. <laughs> oh, God. So please. Uh, oh. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, okay. An FBI bust of a smuggling operation in Tampa results in the death of Bobby Saint, the son of mafia boss Howard Saint, and Otto Krieg, an arms dealer. However, Krieg's death was faked, and he is revealed to be undercover FBI agent Frank Castle on his final mission before retirement. So this is a big change uh, to what I see as like the essential elements of the character. So I, I talked about it a yeah, little bit yeah. earlier. He's a professional soldier. Uh, I don't like this change. Now, to be fair, the Thomas Jane Punisher is a former Special Forces 
soldier. Yeah. But with a focus on counterterrorism, again, you just can't leave it alone. So Frank Castle and Jack Bauer, good buddies. Good buddies, great buddies. The best CTU. Friends. Yeah, yeah. But Frank Castle is not a law enforcement officer. And in this, you know, making him an FBI agent, in my opinion, really... I mean, it's the whole thing we've talked about on this podcast, right? Like, cops who have the Punisher skull are missing the point... Mm. Right, they, mm-hmm. he's not a character for cops. That's the exact opposite. Wasn't he originally, originally, originally a Vietnam vet? Yes, he was because yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah. the era, and he's originally a villain. I mean, he's you know, originally he, a Spider-Man villain. Yeah, he's a Spider-Man he was, villain, and he was originally the assassin. He had no name. That's the like Stan Lee's. Yeah, he was originally oh, called the assassin. Oh, I didn't know and that. And then uh, it was actually Stan Lee, and everyone credits Stan Lee as being like. His name should be the Punisher. <laughs> That's it's like good. terrible, terrible Stanley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, here's what I think you know defines the essential problem I have with this translation of Frank Castle. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, the bust that you know leads to the death of Howard Saint and you know the the alleged Howard death. Saint. I'm sorry, uh, Bobby Saint Bobby. <laughs> and uh, the alleged death of of Castle himself. Castle is bothered by the deaths that occur in the bust, which is not. Law enforcement officers. He's bothered by the deaths of the criminals. Right, because it wasn't supposed to be. Yeah. I think and, they put that there so that you have more sympathy for him. Uh, uh, I oh, mean, exactly. yes, it's, ag- it's against Frank. Like, Frank, like, math, scum of the earth. Fuck him. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, two things. Uh, I distinctly remember... Again, maybe maybe we are living in an alternate timeline now. <laughs> I distinctly remember them revealing that Frank was wearing a wig because that's Thomas Jane's natural blonde hair. And then obviously he cut it all off, yep. dyed it black. I thought there was a moment where he pulled the wig off. And I'm like, he, he goes to his retirement party and he's got a hat on and he's got the blonde hair. And I'm like, doesn't hey, he do that when he sits up out of the body bag? No. Right? We are th- in an alternate timeline, my friend. He does not he do doesn't? it. He doesn't? No, he's got his blonde hair at the retirement party, which leads me to my note of maybe it's bad editing, but it seems like Frank stays at the party for like five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Also a little weird to be having a retirement party a couple feet from the raid. Like, it's in the warehouse that's behind them where people have just been brutally murdered. Like, happy retirement, buddy. Like, <laughs> maybe that's why he leaves. I'm like, guys, you're sick. Somebody's dead, like, right there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say this. And again, this is, I like Thomas Jane as an actor. I, I love 100%. his, I love his, ger- his fake German accent. <laughs> I, 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 give me an Otto Krieg movie. I'd watch that before I'd watch this movie. <laughs> I mean, he was great in uh, Crow. Not the first Crow. Sure. What was he in? Sure. The second one? Uh, second one, yeah. Where his wig fell off and they just kept it in. Just kept it in. Yep. 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 Love it. We can't talk about the case, Mr. Say. Now, I understand your grief, but for your own safety, leave this to professionals. Professionals? Yes. I'll do that. Enraged at the death of his son, Saint orders his men to learn everything they can about Krieg and acquires access by bribing corrupt federal law enforcement officers for his federal service history. So, uh, it's not here in the in in the um, plot summary. Yeah, in the plot summary that they they bail out. Uh, what's his face? The Mickey. Mickey. N- thank you. But I love 
when they pick him up and he's like, Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Hey, Mickey. Don't go hit me. And it smash cuts to them kicking the shit out of Mickey. I wanted one of them to be like, We're not hitting you. So. <laughs> That's right. That's it was right. A very dark joke, but I don't know if it was on purpose, but it was funny to Casey. <laughs> Careful what he asked for. Yeah. Saint orders Castle mm-hmm. to be killed at a family reunion in Puerto Rico, though Saint's wife, Livia, insists that Castle's family be killed as well. Jesus. <laughs> now, Tampa, Puerto Rico, is this one of those movies where somebody just really wanted to spend time in by the ocean in the sun? 100%. I guarantee you they are not actually in Puerto Rico. It's Florida Keys for Puerto Rico. Oh, sure. Although, it's Puerto Rico be. is the United States, so I'm sure it's... But it would be a hassle to get the permits, even though it's a territory. It would just be... Much easier to just be like, well, put it on a nice sandy beach in the Florida Keys, and we'll call it Puerto Rico. All right. I do like the breadcrumbs that they drop for the witch doctor who lives on the island yeah. before the massacre. I also enjoy that there's no actual, like, voodoo that happens because... Yeah, that could have turned that's super, <laughs> like, super yeah. racist, super stereotypical. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're... And I, like... The first time I watched it, and this time, and I'd forgotten that it's just like, I'm going to heal you with actual medicine, not, you know, throw pig's blood on you and all that kind of horrible racist epitaph stuff. Yep. Both times when the witch doctor showed up, I put the, all the pieces together and went, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is going to get uncomfortable, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah. thankfully it doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. This is the first family reunion we've had in five years. And that's too long. That's too long. At the reunion, Saints men, including Saints best friend Quentin Glass, we talked about mm-hmm. Will Patton, yeah. and Bobby's identical twin, John. They were twins? Did I miss something? <laughs> well, it, Was it played by the same actor? It, it is played by the same actor, right? Okay. I The facial hair threw me off. Well, Casey, you can grow facial hair. <laughs> I think I'm sorry, I'm being a dick. I I I think I actually I should probably double check. I think it I think it's the same actor. Yeah. So But Jay- I mean the facial hair changed his like if I were to shave my beard, I wouldn't look sure. Yeah, like no, I do now. It's the same actor. James Carpinello plays uh he's right. credited as both Bobby Saint and John Saint. All right. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. All right. Saint's men kill Castle's entire family. We talked about it in the beginning that it's just his uh wife and son in the original. And it's like a it's like punks, right? It's not actually like a mob thing gone wrong in the comics, right? In the comics, it's the mafia. It is mafia. Okay. The, the mafia, yeah, it's a mafia hit. And his, but it's the same idea. It's running them down, like running them over. Is I believe not how in the comics. The comics. They're sh- no, they're shot. They're they're killed. They're shot. They, okay. They uh they're playing in Central Park, and a ball or a frisbee like goes through some bushes. The kids go after it, and they stumble into a clearing where the mafia has you know as they do in broad daylight in the middle of Central Park. Uh, oh, have just it was killed. That they saw something they weren't supposed. They to. just the mafia just oh. killed somebody, and then they see that Frank's kids have. Uh, seen it, so they shoot the kids and his wife, and and that's what sets him on the path. Yeah, but well, this is beyond fucking dark. This is really it, like as it, now as a father, I'm just like when the mom and the son are running away from the van. I'm like, fuck, well, <laughs> this is rough. Well, but other than like intellectually, the idea of it, 
Is it? Because this is an R-rated movie. There is almost no blood. And I'm I mean like no blood. Yeah, neither one of them have any blood on them when they're laying there on the pier. Yeah. It's the most sterile mass murder I've ever seen. And well, maybe they did film in Puerto Rico and uh they couldn't get the squibs down there. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. It's it, it is the most sterile plastic boring and that's the criminal offense of this movie in my opinion is that this is just a lifeless boring plastic movie now hard disagree when Roy uh, Scheider and Thomas Jane yep are just like as soon as they realize it's a uh they're being invaded mm-hmm. like they're like having a good time talking about guns and all of a sudden they're just like should they start pulling out guns and loading them up I'm like fuck Roy Scheider goes out like a goddamn badass in this movie uh, uh, I mean, while you're grilling the weenies at the neighborhood block party and you're you're asking Roy if he'll come do the part, he's like, yeah, but I got to go out as a badass. And you say yes. And you say yes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Much like on my other hit podcast, Where No Mom Has Gone Before, <laughs> when we asked if we could interview Jonathan Frakes and they we were given, he, Jonathan can give you 15 minutes. We said yes. You said yes. That's right. That is the that I is the correct answer. Five minutes. Oh, you're nerd. Now I do want to be fair. So despite the fact that this is the cleanest murder ever, um, the the action sequences themselves are pretty yeah. good. How about the stunt guys who almost get killed by that boat as they're Fuck. chasing in the pickup truck and they're in the bed of the truck and the boat flips over onto them? Was that a stunt gone wrong that ended up in the movie? It had to be. How could you control that event? Now, I'm sure it's a, you know, aluminum boat. There's no weight to it. I mean, other than its its own mask. But you're still going to get yeah, very badly concussed. Yes, I don't Yeah, I don't I was like, "Holy fuck." If not decapitated. Exactly. Exactly. Um it's kind of like in uh you've done, I don't know why I'm saying you've seen uh Independence Day. We've all seen it. Yeah. Yep. Good when they are, uh, when the aliens are invading Area 51, there is one military person that's running by a gasoline barrel and it explodes and blows towards him. Yeah. Was not supposed to happen like <gasps> that. He was supposed to run past it, then it explodes, and then we're going to pull him, pull him like, like it threw him forward. Thankfully, he was on wires because as soon as they saw the explosion happening, they yanked him and he came out with like just minor burns. Wow. Holy cow. And that's yeah. The there was a there was a sci-fi show that was like behind the stunt or something. Like it didn't run for very long, but my god, did I watch every episode of it? Huh. And that was the one that stuck with me. Yeah, like it was behind like stunts in movies, and that was the one that like this stunt went wrong. Thankfully, nobody died. Yeah, no <laughs> shit, no shit. Now, though Frank Castle Senior takes down some of the attackers, John then shoots Castle, leaving him for dead. However, Castle survives and is nursed back to health by a local fisherman. I just want to say this. This Tom Hanks castaway look that Thomas Jane gets is fucking ridiculous, right? It's okay. I will give you when he shows up with the big beard. I was uh, like, Which is followed very quickly by what could be the cheesiest line ever on this podcast so far. Go with God. God's going to sit this one out. (laughs) Come on. So was it the full, like, so one of the guys I work with, Yeah. one of my favorite bits, I don't think I've ever done it with you because we're always together at places, but like if I'm with a group of people and a new person joins, I'll just go, there he is, tell him now. 
<laughs> and it just fucks up the whole dynamic because sure. I'm a bit of a trickster. And As he, for the life of him, cannot say it the right way. He will go, oh, there they are now. Why don't you tell them? I'm like, no, no. <laughs> the less words, the funnier. So if he had just been like, instead of saying, God's sitting this one out now. If he just been like, he's sitting this one out. Would it have been uh, less cheesy? Maybe, maybe, yeah. but he didn't. He didn't. He said, he, he, God's sitting this one out. Yeah, yeah. God's going to sit this one out. It's just. Oh, no, God's going. Oh, yeah. That's just too many words. It's Even I'm trying to, to, to punch it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's sitting this one out. That's it. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's still a cheese ball line, but it would have been less. I, the, I, I have a bad feeling about oh, no. this movie at this. You know, like this is like. <laughs> You know, the, your spidey the, sense is tingling. My Peter Tingle is happening. Yes. Oh no! So, with the police and the FBI unwilling to pursue the killers due to Saint's power and influence, Castle moves to an abandoned apartment occupied by three outcasts: Joan, Rebecca Romaine Samos, Yep, Bumpo, John Panetta, and Spack Spacker Dave. Spacker Dave. Yep. I remember ever being called Spacker. Yeah, uh, I wonder what Spacker is. A de- uh, oh, oh, you're not going to like it. No, go ahead. Uh, so. Is it like a rock and roll or like mm, a punk thing? Oh, no. 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 I'm scared. Tell me. Uh, so a UK attribution, so that might not be its meaning here. Okay. Here's the one that's more palatable. A SPAC, a clumsy or foolish person. Okay. Here's the one that's less palatable. A person with cerebral palsy from spastic spacker. Yeah. Oh, I do not like that one at all. Yes. No, I know you don't. But to be fair, um, shit, I just forgot the actor's name. Ben Foster? That's playing Dave. Ben Foster, thank you. Ben Foster is not playing. Well, he is. Fuck, he is in a wheelchair in the beginning. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Fuck. All right. Yeah. Is that well, the is that the well, gri- no, is that no, the gritty the super pot here? Yeah. Is that the gritty edgy like? I, I, like yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Moving on mm-hmm. from that uncomfortableness. Um, sure. So uh, Frank begins his mission to bring the saints down. Yeah, I, I I do love this kind of island of misfit toys that the collective is there. I mean. Yeah. 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 I mean. I'm looking for anything to latch onto that's good in this movie. Yeah, I think that's the good thing in this movie. Like, there's there's some schlockiness with the script. There's some wishy-washy plot stuff that happens. There, there is, thankfully, because I watched this in chunks, a moment, my least favorite thing in movies, where a character remembers something, and then we see the thing that they're remembering. I'm like, no, no, we, we've been watching the movie. We're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was sure. like, oh, why did he react like that? And then later it shows it, the watch. Oh, Which yeah, I don't yeah. believe his friend is even in this fucking uh, synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that, that actually turns him in that's got the gambling problem. I yeah, don't think he's yeah. mentioned in here. No, and, um, and he, you know, he's not given much time in the in the movie either. It's a it's a quick blink and you miss it kind of. Uh, that's thread. true. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if a lot of that. Can you hear that? What's Someone that? Was just Someone was just hammering upstairs. Oh. My mic picked it up, so oh, okay. I'll cut that. Hang on. Uh, with the help of information from Mickey Duca, 
Saints, less malevolent henchmen. <laughs> I kind of love the super dark humor in this torture scene. It's uh, too hot, you see. The flame sears the nerve and it's shut, killing them. You go into shock and all you feel is cold. You'll smell burning meat and then, then it'll hurt. I swear I'm telling the truth! <laughs> Get the popsicle. It's funny. It's good. Like, Frank's not quite... Like, we see the evolution to the Punisher. Right now, he's just Frank Castle yeah. out for revenge. I, so, it, it is funny if you look at just that. It is funny. But my note on this is this info dump. The, and it's not about the technique of the misdirect with the blowtorch. The the info dump here is just so clumsy, right? It's like, here's all this information yeah. I want you to know. And I'm just going to have a character say it because that's how... We'll get it out fast enough. It, I, I did but it also like shows it. that Mickey is a, a very easily manipulated. Sure, I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> You're going to help me, unless you want to stay Howard Saints lackey for the rest of your life. I hate the Saints, all of them. Uh, Castle studies the Saint family and learns their every move, during which he discovers Glass to be a closeted homosexual. Um. Okay. Closeted homosexual. <laughs> oh, I, what, what? I don't understand what you're going. John Travolta. Oh, like, like do you oh, think? Do you think? Do you think he's Christ. on? Do you oh. think he's on set, like looking around uncomfortably, <laughs> just like pulling his car, like, yeah. oh, glad, boy, that's a horrible spot to be in. I feel bad. You know, you you really can almost, you know, sympathize for Glass. I mean, like, you know, what a risk to somebody. Yeah, I mean, he's really risking it, hiding his homosexuality. Yeah, um, I mean, I'll be in my trailer. Yeah. <laughs> It's on my masseuse. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh. Um, I want to point out that yep. what was this? This was two thousand five. Uh, t- released in two thousand four. Four. Good on the writer and the director to not have Frank be disgusted. Yeah, that's by, fair. Yeah, you know, like sure, <laughs> like a certain you know anti-Semitic uh, movie star. He clocks <laughs> it as like. That's my way to blackmail him. Sure. He yeah. makes no qualm. He doesn't judge or anything. He's just like, yep. he's trying to hide. It, it would be the same thing if you like he was hiding a horrible drug addiction. Yeah. it's a. This is something he I He clocks can, it the same way. This is, is, a, this is a piece of information that I can yeah. exploit in my battle. Yep. Hang on. I want to go back for a second. Yeah. Homosexuality and drug use are not. I don't put them in the same category. I want to be very clear about that. <laughs> got it. Got it. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. As soon as it left my mouth, I'm like, wait, hang on. Go back. Hang yeah, on. You better, better Frank that clocks one. it the same way. Yes, exactly. It's a piece of information he can use to blackmail it's glass. A va- yes, okay. exactly. Okay. He openly attacks Saint's business and sabotages his partnership with the Cuban partners. Yeah, weirdly, um, William Fichtner's there, and he's like, you have any idea whose bank this is? <laughs> oh, wait, no. I'm sorry. That was that was a dark night. I'm so uh, oh, can we talk about the Dark Knight? That's, that, that's no, we already fine. did. Oh, damn it. Okay, so Saint discovers Castle is alive and sends assassins to kill him. The first, Harry Heck, ambushes Castle <laughs> on a bridge. Oh my God, Harry Heck is so stupid. <laughs> he is. He's actually a pretty accomplished musician. Did you? Oh, is he? I didn't he, know by him having an entire musical number in he, this movie. Yeah, like he just starts singing. He just starts singing. Like, what the fuck but is happening? God, Thomas Jane's reaction is the best thing. He's like, it. So long ago and far away, I did a musical where I was the only character who didn't sing. So I decided my character was a character in a straight play, stuck in a musical. Right. You. So anytime anyone sang, I would just be like. 
then there's one part where the entire cast does like a and I jumped. I'm like, why did you all know how to do, you know, <laughs> it's a bad show and bad times. Oh, no. Harry Heck is played by Mark Colley, who in real life is a, a country music singer, songwriter, uh, record producer. Um, you know, I would say go listen to his music instead of watching this movie. It's a far, oh, probably stop. a far better use of your time. Jesus. Yeah. Now you're the curmudgeon this episode. I really am. I really am. I really am. Yeah. Um, so uh, Harry Hack is killed when Castle fires a ballistic knife into his throat. Um, I enjoy that uh, the build here for Castle because Hack catches him off guard. He's like... In his own little world at the bridge, he doesn't see, like, we all see it in his rearview mirror or behind him, that there's this car barreling towards him. End of movie, Frank Castle would have totally caught that. But he's, like, still, like, dealing with the trauma and everything. uh, And it's it's not a very long and drawn-out fight. But see, I remember this being more, and I like that, that it's just kind of like he smashes the car, he goes over the bridge, the other guy goes over the bridge, and he gets him with the ballistic knife. The Joker uh, <laughs> knife, yeah. Yeah, it, 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 but it just, that makes no sense. Like, not only is he a, like, a senior FBI agent, right, because he's about to get this big, like, cushy desk job, but he's also a prior special forces uh, operative in the military. He's not forged by this event. Like he he comes to the party already a a professional soldier, professional But he's caught man. off guard because yeah. he's not because he's still mourning his yeah. his family. Yeah. Literally yeah. his family. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Every um as Gary Ullman once said. Everyone Yeah, that's fair. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Yeah. Now, the second assassin, a Russian uh, behemoth, uh. nearly beats Castle to death in his own apartment, but Castle manages to kill him as well. So let's talk about this fight. So this is, te- let's call this first fight. It's it's only fight worth watching. And in fact, just <laughs> so go watch, funny. just go grab like the YouTube clip of this. It's wonderful. So first of all, it is the amazing Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Already appeared on this podcast. That's right. A.k.a. Diesel. A.K.A. Uh, the Super Shredder. A.K.A. the Super uh, Shredder. Had to be written into the WWE why his character cut his hair. That's not a wig he's wearing. He cut his hair for this film, huh. and then they wrote the storyline into the WWE. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I'm a huge Kevin Nash fan, so I... <laughs> he's very good in this movie. Uh, yeah, he's so... Uh, he's wonderful in this movie. He's wonderful in Magic Mike. He's wonderful in John Wick. And he was a world-class, uh, phenomenal actor. Oh, wait. Who's he in John Wick? He's the one John lets him live. Which which John Wick movie? The first one. He's like, oh, you're it has working. Been a, oh, Francis. Francis. It's working. been a bit since I've seen the first John Wick movie. He basically comes up behind me. He's like a, he's security outside the club where. Oh, yeah, right. John comes up behind him. Hello, Francis. Mr. Vig. Are you here on business, sir? Afraid so, Francis. Why don't you take the night off? And he fucking leaves. Thank you, sir. He's like, fuck that. I'm out. Clock's out. And he's gone. Yeah. So the reason I don't revisit the first John Wick is the puppy. It's kind of like on the same line as Freddy Krueger. We are in spooky season as we are recording this, but I've talked about it before. I have a problem when children dress as Freddy Krueger because Freddy Krueger was a pedophile. 
Um, that's why the parents burned him alive, because they couldn't prove it in court, but everyone knew he molested children, so maybe children shouldn't dress up like a fucking pedophile. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I don't know, just putting it out there in the world. So I knew that I'd heard this bit of trivia, and I, and I had to go find it, so I found it real quick while you were uh, talking. So... This is from the IMDb. You were listening to me. You're just like, God, Casey's on his fucking soapbox again. I was giving you space <laughs> to express your perspective. I think that's fair. But in the trivia from John Wick on IMDb, in an interview with Rudy's Movie Reviews, Kevin Nash stated he was told the reason his character, Francis the Bouncer, was allowed to live. Nash said that when Wick mentions he had lost some weight, Francis stated he had lost 20 kilograms. Wick was asking in code how many hostels were in the building. Francis's reply was 20. Because he provided the information to Wick, he was allowed to live. Oh, that's, I fucking love that. That's pretty bad. God, yeah. Those movies are so good. If you mentioned a few episodes ago wanting to do a action movie podcast. Oh, fuck yeah. If you, you know, do that, I'm 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 coming on for John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I just watched with Papa the other night and it was just delightful. Sisu. I have not watched that yet. Oh. I hear it's wonderful. It's fucking wonderful. And it's from the you know, producers of John Wick. Yeah. And it's oh, fuck yeah, it um, is. horror movie for your youngest. Yeah. Two. One on again. This is just I'm telling you to watch it, not our audience. Yep. We're not promoting anything here. Sure. No one can save you. No one can save you. Uh, that just I, actually, he was maybe talking about that. No one. Uh, maybe he's already watched it. It's on Hulu, and there's like four words spoken the entire movie. Interesting. Uh, it's so fucking good. Okay. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I think he said he wanted to see it. I, th- I said I'd yeah, it. Yeah. I okay. highly recommend it. I think okay. Jack would really enjoy it. And talk to me. Talk to me. Ooh, talk to me was oh, rough. Oh, that's but the good. one with the Ouija board? Where Not they, a Ouija board, or, it's a hand. Oh, a hand. Right, 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 right. Yeah, but yeah. God. And you know who's in it is the um because it's a it's an Australian movie. Oh, Miranda is, Otto. Um, Miranda Otto, yes, from Lord of the Rings, but also from Lord of the Rings, the orc that wants to eat Marion Pippin's legs. What? Where's Mom's legs? He doesn't eat them. Yes, yes, yes. He shows up very quickly. I'm like, holy shit, what about his legs? <laughs> Oh, I don't know. I don't know the actor's name. I apologize because I'm sure he listens. But I just sure, know him as. What about his legs? <laughs> Combat, exploration, and roleplay. These are known as the three pillars of play that make every game of Dungeons and Dragons exciting, tense, and rewarding. But we believe there's another pillar to the world's greatest role-playing game, and that fourth pillar is creation. Are you a dungeon master who has always wanted to create your own monsters? execute your own adventures, design your own challenges, spells, classes, and lineages? That is what we here at the Fourth Pillar of Play, a Night Shift radio production, are doing. Learning game design by designing games. We are not professionals. We are enthusiastic amateurs, just like many of you. So join us as we review and discuss information by professional game designers and put theory into practice by creating new worlds, new monsters, and new opportunities for heroic players. I'm Josh. And I'm Talon. Join us at the fourth pillar of play, available wherever you download your podcasts or visit us at www.fourthpillarofplay.com. And we look forward to creating with you. Is my microphone working? It is. Hello, everyone. My name is Pat Benson, and I'm here to tell you about my new show, Crossed Wires. It's for music lovers, but especially those who are into the tech side of things. 
Join me as I talk about guitars, electronic instruments and equipment, and conduct gear demonstrations as well as interviews with artists going through their creative process. My first episode, 10 Years is a Decade, is out now. Join in as I try to unravel a mystery that has swept the gear community. It's known as the 10 Years Pedal, and I demonstrate it on a guitar, bass, synthesizer, and a drum machine. I even get the help of some of my friends in The Strokes, Paramore, and Josh Scott of GHS Pedals, to try to get to the bottom of who makes this elusive pedal. To listen and subscribe to the show, head on over to nsradio slash crosswires. That's nsrad.io slash crossed wires. All right, that's it. That's what my show's about. This fight is so good. Have you heard the story about what happened to Kevin Nash in this fight? Yes. That he got stabbed for real? Yeah. And what was his fee for being stabbed for real? It was a couple of cases of beer, I think, right? Yeah. And the yeah, end. Yeah. Thomas like, J. What a good guy. <laughs> yeah. But the best part is like Nash keeps fighting. Like Yeah, right, right. <laughs> he's he's like, oh, fuck, I got stabbed. Oh well. All right. Um All right, moving on. I'm sure is, he's had worse happen to him in the ring. Uh, like he, wrestling is staged, but wrestling is not fake. The the outcome is determined. Wrestling is not fake. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The shit that they gotta go through. It right. like Yeah. If you've watched Heels, you'll see. Uh, I'm so heartbroken. Wait, did you watch season two? I have not. Uh, because okay. of That's all I'm, gonna... I'm heartbroken. I'm heartbroken in real life for how uh, mm-hmm. Mr. Amel decided. He made a mistake. He fucked up, right? He fucked up. And and he, he was forced lumps. to go to the picket line. Yeah, yeah. And, and he took <laughs> his lumps. Of him. And, he, and he did it. He did it. And he right? did. Yeah. I, I, is it all out? Is the whole it, season out? It's out. And I am okay. heartbroken. I, Stop my, it. I'll be honest You're, with you. Spoilers. I, nope. I'm not saying anything. I'm not spoiling anything. I'm heartbroken if the story ends here. I'm hoping heels will get picked up by... Netflix or you know some other. Oh, why did Stars cancel it? Oh, it got canceled. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> it got canceled. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Stars look, um, or Heels and a couple other ones got canceled. Yeah. Uh, Prodigy just got picked up by um, uh, Netflix. Like Paramount Plus had an entire season, animated season of Star Trek. Done. It's the kind of kids. Show one, they steal. Oh a, yeah, but I saw that got picked up somewhere, didn't it? By Netflix. Oh, by ne- like, that's the one by Netflix. That's Sorry. stupid yeah. money. Yeah. All, all, all I gotta do is like pay whatever you want to pay. I don't have to do any production. All the voice work's done. All that stuff, and I get all those actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll take that. After <laughs> I think they did it because Paramount stole Nickelodeon from them. So like, fine, we're gonna take <laughs> this back, motherfuckers. Yeah, I, I saw a report that Heels, Run the World, and Blind Spotting have had all been canceled by Stars. The other two, to be wow, fair, wow, wow. weren't on my radar. But uh, Heels, I thought was phenomenal. Uh, I only knew of Blind Spotting because anytime I watched anything on Stars, they'd be like, "Hey, you want to watch Blind Spotting? Oh, here's, a, here's a preview for Blind Spotting. You should watch this." I'm like. I don't think I'm the demo for blind yeah. spotting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so seems I, not not my wheelhouse. Um, I I love this fight, and I love Kevin Nash. I, I've been a fan of his back to his big sexy Diesel days. Um, <laughs> but the, I, I will say the tone of this fight, like this whole movie, is just weird. With John Panetta singing, um, oh shit, I forgot. Uh, I can't think of this song. I can can sing it for you, but I don't know the fucking song. It's it's just the 
it's weird. I, I, I almost feel like this is a movie that doesn't know what kind of movie it wants to be. Like, I, 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 I'm, I'm having a hard time finding the words to come up with new ways to explain how much I dislike this movie. I, 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 <laughs> oh, I hear you. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I think kind of like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, going back to Freddy Krueger, a lot of horror has figured out. You got to have the funny before you have the violence. I think that's what the beginning of this fight is like. He pops the gun out and goes to grab it, and he bends, he smashes it with a thing, and he holds it up, and it's yeah, like in a barrels like bend. a thirty yeah. degree yeah. bend. And he's like, "Well, that's not going to work now." Yep. Yeah, it, it's funny, but then it ends very, very violently with hot oil being poured on him and then falling down the uh, what's this down the stairs after. Yeah. I'd like us to all say what we're thankful for. They all have dinner together. I love that moment where they're all having dinner. Everyone else is eating pretty normally, and Frank's just shoveling the food in his mouth yeah. Then looks around. He's like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Humans yeah. He, don't eat like this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So after the fight, the tenants treat Castle's wounds and hide him in, their, in his in, hidden elevator as Saint's men arrive for him. When Dave and Bumpo refuse to reveal Castle's hideout, Glass tortures Dave by plucking Whoa. each of his piercings with pliers. They leave, yeah, right. They leave one of their men to intercept Castle, but Castle kills him after they leave. Uh, so two things. Yep. Uh, the end of the Russian mm-hmm. fight. I love what Frank stands up. Does he? I can't remember. Does he say something? And then collapses down. I can't remember, but the fall down. Rebecca remains. Oh my god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's go save him. Yeah, it's yeah. very very funny to me. My last note here was. At this point in the movie, I am literally just counting the minutes until the movie is <gasps> over. Uh, no. Th- yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. There's th- this movie. This is your roadhouse. <laughs> oh, I'm offended that you would make that comparison. How dare you? Roadhouse. Oh, God. Okay. So the one guy that's left. Yep. That Frank takes out. How does he take him out? With what? Uh, it, oh, Fuck. What was it? Something in his shop. Was it the blowtorch? No. Paper cutter. The, the paper cutter, the industrial... right. Right. Do you remember the movie The Faculty? Yes. The better use of a paper cutter. Yes. It's the same use. He does the exact yeah. same thing. Like when he breaks it off, I'm like, oh, somebody watched The Faculty. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which only 10 years apart from each other. Those those things are heavy. That's a mass to it. Like, you know, that's like a machete. I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't think The Faculty would hold up. I have very oh. fond memories of it being a good movie. I have fond memories of it, too, yeah. Like John Stewart getting bit by the alien at the beginning. And uh-huh. He pulls his hand and goes, fuck! <laughs> God damn it! And then looks around and realizes he has a room full of students and goes, I- I'm okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Just that, oh, right, kids are here. I shouldn't be using these grown-up words. That's right. Glass. Quentin Glass? Who is this? I have certain photographic studies of you and your boyfriend. Meet me at the bar at the Wyndham Hotel. Bring $5,000 and I'll give you the photos. With Mickey's help, Castle poses as an anonymous blackmailer and arranges for Glass to be at a cer- certain places while planting livas? Livias? Livias. 
Yep. Livia's car in the same location and ultimately placing one of Livia's earrings in Glass's bed. When Saint finds the earring, he stabs Glass to death. Oh my God. Yeah. Did this affect you at all? Or were you just fucking done with this movie? I mean, I, I was not emotionally connected at all. I will admit, like, I thought it was an interesting choice, like Glass's reaction. Howard, Howard, you killed Yeah. Oh, when he said, why are you killing me? I was like, oh, buddy, Jesus Christ. Because he's loyal to, like, even when he cuts him, yeah. you see that split second of he's going to react. And he's like, nope, that's Howard. I can't. Yeah. Like, And then he's like, Howard, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he is trying to reason with him. And it's, I felt bad for him. I felt bad for Glass in this moment. I mean, he's a horrible psycho, but it's sure. just like. I mean, he's totally framed. He, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You went to the movies last Thursday, 8 o'clock? Yes. Then at 9 o'clock, you called him from your car? Must have been a short movie. Howard, there's there's an explanation. Oh, I know. You're fucking him. And despite her protest that Glass was gay, Saint accuses Livia of having an affair with his best friend. He throws Livia from an overpass onto railroad tracks where she is run over by a train. <laughs> My note at this point is this is so brutal. This movie is just weird. It's just weird. It's (laughs) it's again the tone is weird. Yeah. How about this? You know, in the original script, Livia uh, willingly unalives herself. What? Yeah, I I only saw that much. I I don't know if she was distraught. Like Livia is a fucked up character. Sure. Let's go back to the beginning of the movie when they think the Castle family is dead, and she's like, I asked you to avenge our son, and you did. Come, fuck the shit out of me. Oh, my. Okay. Do you not remember this? Like, she's wearing, like, a gown, and she takes it off, and she's just in laundry, and you're like, they're going to Bone Town now. I after... don't. Yeah, I was like, look, I understand this family is supposed to be a little disturbed. Huh. But the fuck. <laughs> huh. All right. So, yeah, I don't know why she would have uh, thrown herself, but the comp of her on the tracks and the train going over yeah, was passable. It wasn't great, but it, I remember it being worse than it was. I was like, oh, okay. That, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. Sure. With Saint Despondent, Castle assaults Saint's club and kills every member of his mob, including his remaining son, John. Oh. I love the build. Yeah. I love the build of Frank Castle, Punisher. This is like, like he literally finally puts on the Punisher vest. Like he's, he is the Punisher now. Mm-hmm. But I think, and here's my, here's my uh, film paper on this. This movie is hurt by the soundtrack for it is giving Captain America, not Chris Evans, Captain America, yep. 1990 the Captain America vibes. The, yeah. The music that is playing underneath this part where he's putting all the guns together and doing the voiceover again. Yep. I I'm just like, eef. This should be like this should be like nine inch nail shit going on here. Like this should be like hard rock. Not he's the punisher. I'm like <laughs> no, he's the he's the punisher. Yeah. It, again, the tone is it's just yeah. all over the place in this movie. I will agree with you here there. That the, the the tone of the music to what's about to happen. Yep. Totally didn't work for me. Okay. Saint escapes the building, albeit wounded. <laughs> Castle pursues him and shoots him in a duel. 
literally in a duel. <laughs> like Frank even like move, make sure that that Saint can see his gun. I wanted the. That's right. The little. Right, right. The mouth harp. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted it. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't happen. It didn't happen. No. As Saint lies dying, Castle reveals mm-hmm. his schemes that led Saint to kill his friend and wife. He ties Saint to a car and sends it into the club's <laughs> parking lot, which is rigged with explosives. Saint perishes in the ensuing explosion. <laughs> it's kind of great. It's just as weird as this movie's been. They're just like, sure, this is how we're going to kill this character. Yeah, exactly. That It's it, it certainly... It makes as much sense as the rest of the movie. Yes, I agree with you there. Yes. The first time I watched it, he shoots him, he falls to the ground. I'm like, that's it? That's the death? Yeah. Bullshit. But in this watch, I'm like, I, do you remember him being dragged behind a car? What is this shoot? Oh, there it is. <laughs> uh, and, of course, it is um, over the parking lot shot of Frank doing the old crow trick and making the Punisher logo. <laughs> Uh, to which sure. I go, who is this for? Yeah. <laughs> like, at least in Daredevil, it's on the ground of the subway station, the double D, but it's... The double douche. <laughs> that was road, Roadhouse. <laughs> that was Roadhouse. The double douche. <laughs> Sam Elliott, man, come on. I can't wait You're to watch You're a double that. douche. Yeah, I am. That's true. You're a double douche. Douche <laughs> my Sam Elliott. Uh, Castle returns home and prepares to kill himself with his mission fulfilled. But then when suddenly we are in Gladiator and he changes his <laughs> mind after seeing the vision of his wife. Yeah. Who like has like not like a no, don't do this. Like a disappointed that he's even going to try it. Like don't come here because I won't want to hang out with you in the afterlife kind of vibe going on here. Give me Wade and... Careful, Todd. That's a spoiler. If you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched Deadpool 2 yet, like what are you even doing with your life? But also we are not telling you to go watch it for that would be promoting struck work. Exactly. I know. I asked a question. I didn't tell anybody to do anything. I just asked a question. That's true. Instead of deciding to, Frank decides to fight crime. Fight crime. I mean, I'm, I'm you, you, you don't know what I, what you I, don't do. Know what I do. Fight crime. Fight crime. <laughs> he leaves some of Saints, might some, some. Oh, dear Wikipedia, how adorable of you. He doesn't leave some of Saints money. He leaves a fuck shit ton of money. <laughs> it's a, that is it's a tens of thousands of dollars that he leaves there. Yeah. Yep. Even if that's all ones, that's still a sizable chunk of change that's sure. in there. As a farewell gift to the tenants for protecting him. He is then seen standing alone in the Sunshine Bridge at sunset, where, in a voiceover, also, uh, this movie has too many voiceovers, <laughs> I, uh, he vows to kill all killers, rapists, psychopaths, sadists, and anyone who will harm the innocent. In a way, his new identity is the Punisher. Oh, good lord. And that, dear audience yeah is movie. movie i can hear what you're thinking all your doubts and fear and if you look in my eyes in time you'll find oh fuck. so todd 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 that was a movie I, I honestly, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not fucking with you. I honestly don't understand how you like that movie. I enjoy it. Okay. I know. That's, I, I believe you. I just don't <laughs> understand it. Is it crazy? Is it the best thing ever written? No. 
Did I enjoy watching this more than a good chunk of the shit we've done on this podcast? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. All right. So, okay. do you hear that we also have some questions to go over? Uh, we do have some questions. Hey, Casey, what's the first question? Uh, well, the first question, of course, is who's your favorite character? It's the Russian. Uh, it's Glass for me. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Oh, wait. No. No. He's going to be a different one. Um, okay. uh, it's Castle. I like I like Thomas Jane's performance. Oh, okay. All right. I like this. I like this. Uh, Frank. Okay. All right. Um, Casey, what is the best scene in the movie? What's the scene we spent the most time talking about? The ru- the fight with the Russian. Yeah, 100%. Watch that on YouTube. You watch on YouTube, save yourself a couple of hours, you're good. Uh, what is one scene you would cut? So it starts... No, stop. A, no, give a real one. Give a real uh, one. Oh, I, I, honestly, it's just... there. This movie is so bad, there's no way to make it better by cutting something. And it's a long movie. It's well, we watched the extended version that had 20 extra minutes in it. Still, it's still long, still long. Uh, I would have to care to cut something to improve it. And I, 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 I mean, truly, there's no point where I was engaged in this movie. So, I, I mean, I, I don't have an answer because I didn't care. It's, yeah, sorry. How about you? Uh, glass torturing, um, Dave. I wouldn't necessarily cut it. I would cut how much of it we saw. Okay. Sure. A bit too much with the pliers. Like, all we needed was tink, tink, tink with the pliers. And then, um, man, I keep blanking on Ben Foster screaming. And we would have yeah. gotten everything we needed. We sure. need to see him clamp onto it and start pulling out. But, it, but nope. it's weird. Like, there's no gore. There's no blood and gore in the family massacre. But then we see, like, the pulling of the piercings. And, like, I don't know what the cho- like. And like we see bloody Ben Foster's face, yeah, it's yeah, it's a, like it, it, uh, yeah. I, I don't understand. I, this feel this feels like a movie made by committee, and like I'm instead al- of one person with a vision. I'm also wondering if some of this extended stuff was some of the massacre, and they didn't go in and digitally put squibs in. Maybe but that's this, why there's not. As, but, but I don't at know. This time they would have been practical. Uh, they were moving into digital. There were some digital squibs. They weren't yeah, good. But, but no, they yeah, and they were expensive. You, they would have done. Ju- they were just unpractical. Like that's yeah. I, I don't think that's it. I, Listen, I, of all I, the Hollywood effects we've gotten away from, squibs are probably the one I'm I'm I miss the most. But I'm also glad we don't do anymore because it's small explosions. Yeah, on you. Yeah, yeah. That's insanity. Yeah the the amazing James Con talks about in oh, Godfather. God, all the squibs they put on him. At one point, I think he said, like, one of the stunt guys or the pyro guys said something about, like, he'd never seen them put this many squibs on a person. And James Conn said it hurt like hell. But he just laid there and took it because he didn't want to spoil a take and have to do it again. So, <laughs> like, that's... Wise that's choice, James. Yeah. yeah. Wise. I remember the first time I... First movie I remember seeing digital squibs in that mm-hmm. really stuck out to me was the first Expendables. Okay. Those were... No bueno. Well, I don't. I did. They didn't. I did not clock them. So I have to take them over. All right. Um, yeah. And then, Casey, your last question: Who is the actor having the most fun? I think I. Oh, think you took yeah. your hand there. It's Quentin Glass, one hundred percent. It's uh, uh shit. What's Will, the actor's Will name? Pat- Will Patton. 
Will Patton, yeah, he's fucking phenomenal in this movie. He's having the, a blast with this character. Gets it's something outside his wheelhouse, and he knocks it out of the park. He's so good in this movie. He's so good that we see him torture one of the characters we're supposed to care about. And then when he is murdered, I'm actually like, oh, no, wait, Quentin. Yeah. Like, I felt bad. I could see that. I, I mean, ironically, I could also see like our, our the inspiration for our beer choice. I, I could see Travolta having fun with this. I, he strikes me as a guy who's just so detached from reality. But he's just playing the fucking character he played in Swordfish. Whatever. What was that character's name? Uh, who gives a shit? Yeah. That I mean, movie. What's the What's the other one? That movie like, hate it, fucked me. What's the one where he like the first one where he's actually bald? Uh, Paris? Taking a Palin one two three oh oh uh, the something to Paris. Yeah, that uh, Paris from Paris with love. From Paris with love. Yeah. Yeah. God, isn't he, a, isn't he a bad guy in that one as well? Yep, I stopped. I I like John Travolta took his resurgence with Pulp Fiction. Yeah. And shat all over it with Battlefield Earth, and then did Swordfish, and just. Just keeps playing the same character in every movie now. Yeah. He did that character in Swordfish. And he's like, I'm going to do some mild variation on this bad guy. And I'm just <laughs> like, I know. It wasn't good in Swordfish. Nothing was but good I'm, in Swordfish. God, that movie me. angers me. <laughs> All right. So, Casey, you may remember. Oh, you may remember from last. I'm not sure if you do. Do you recall what the IMDb score for this movie was? A seven something? Uh, you're not too far off. Six point four. Okay, I'm gonna put this at a seven point one. Oh Jesus! I mean, flipping that around, a four point six, I think is probably still good. Wow! This isn't like, is like the twos. It's just holy it's, shit! You are it's, brutal tonight. It's soulless. It's boring. It's p- sterile. It, uh, TSBHC yeah. Army, uh, that's at TMP and SYR yeah, on all yeah. the social medias. Yeah, if, just don't, yeah, don't direct it. this shit at uh, Superbot <laughs> Hero Cast. <laughs> well, if they did, you know, they would probably need to send that in a certain format. Oh, well, that's pretty easy. You just send us an email at superpodherocast at gmail.com. And why is that, Todd? Because only Cap writes letters. Tony. Uh, Don't go into music. We're not there. <laughs> we're not there yet. We're not there yet. So, Casey, that was theoretically a movie. That was a movie. I I didn't hate it. I'm not, I'm not, look, well, okay, here, wait a minute, hang on. Yeah. If you don't, I, you notice how I never balked back when you didn't like this movie. If you yeah. don't like this movie, yeah, that's fine. I get it. I enjoyed it. This is not one that I'm going to. Die on a hill of being like the Punisher. Sure. Thomas Jane's uh, The Punisher no, is a great I movie. I yeah. didn't take it that way. I didn't take it that way. And I and my good for you is genuine. I'm glad you yeah. enjoyed it. There's no need for both of us to be miserable watching this. So you enjoyed <laughs> it. Good. I'm 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 glad you did. Yeah. But I, now, I know hopefully that our next movie will both enjoy it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary peoples, is called a pivot. A pivot. So now what pivot. we're gonna hear is one of our wives saying. Now it's time to pull the next movie from Thor's helmet. Thank you. This, let's just, please, can we have a, have a good fucking movie, please? Please. It's been a, it's been a rough ride this season. We've had some ups <laughs> it's been, and downs. It's ups and downs, yeah. Let's go for an up. Oh, 
Oh no. This one's gonna be Oh no. I'm gonna give you the name because it's you're not gonna this might be remember when we first assembled the list of superhero movies. Oh, oh no, fuck. it's much later. Was it was this a okay. So I'm just gonna give you the name of the movie. Dr. Mordred. It's a nineteen ninety-two superhero film. Uh, the tagline, two sorcerers, Jeffrey Combs and Brian Thompson. Jeffrey Combs is in this? I'm fucking sold. Who is I, Jeffrey Combs? Jeffrey Combs is one of the best Star Trek actors of all time. <laughs> okay. okay. He played an Andorian on Star Trek Enterprise. Okay, nerd. Wait, okay. wait, hang on. He played two, two separate Ferengi. Ladies and gentlemen, this wait, is wait, what wait, I wait, wait. He's the best yeah, nerd. Go, and he also oh, played... Yeah, he also played Weyoun, one of the Dominion's um, shit. I forgot they are. Anyways, um, and in one episode, he played all three characters. So it said special guest star Jeffrey Combs as special guest star Jeffrey Combs as special guest star Jeffrey Combs as. He was also in the wonderful The Frighteners. He's the FBI agent that shows up with all the tattoos all over his body. Guys, listen. You, this is a genuine reaction from Casey. I don't know if you're aware of that. <laughs> I oh, fucking love Lord. it. This feels like it's a uh, Doctor oh. Strange ripoff. Uh, yes, yes. Um, well, that is a that is a an accusation that has been leveled at this. <gasps> yeah, I'm just reading it right here. This movie was originally conceived as an adaptation for Marvel's comic Marvel Comics's character. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, now, also known as the Massacre of the Mystic Arts. Somewhere now, along the lines, the rights and the name were lost, and the script was rewritten, which is how they could make it. Oh, this is R-rated. Oh, no. Yeah. This is going to be... Where, where now, the, the last sentence in this paragraph, though, on the Wikipedia page, however, other sources indicate the movie was never intended to be based on Doctor Strange. That feels like one of those, hey, can you say this in public so that we have something to lean on when we get sued? Uh, can you look at the uh, poster for this thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's this was one hundred percent supposed to be a Doctor Strange movie. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Everything points to Doctor Strange in that picture. Oh God. Oh, this is going to be bad. <laughs> now, the only question I have is: Tubi. Well, no, no, it's not that. Um, oh, it's on Amazon actually. So yeah, I'm I'm wondering, and the Wikipedia page didn't talk about the the release of it. I'm wondering if this actually just, got a theatrical If this release. didn't, this is going to be one of those times where we leave this all in because this is all wonderful podcast gold. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, well, I'm, uh, let's see who gets there first. Oh, it was rated R, so it must have been. That doesn't mean that it got an actual release. Oh, that's true. That's right. Things that are released direct-to-video can still get ratings. Yeah, if they submit it right, it's all about them submitting. Yeah. All right. Hang on. Let's see. I mean, this movie looks weird. So I'm actually. This movie looks. Now, this movie's Brian, only an hour and fourteen minutes. So already, I'm feeling good about this. Yeah. Uh, and Release Brian date. Thompson's, who's the who the other guy is. Oh yeah, he's, he's the, a that guy. Yeah, he's a that guy. He's the bad guy in Cobra. Oh, buddy. Guess what? 
Did it get a th- it didn't get a theatrical? Didn't get a theatrical. Dear P- TSPHC Army, we are not watching this movie. Uh, but we might hold on to this to be a bonus. This seems like a fun, dumb movie. Maybe once um, the strike is over, the good peeps over at Never Heard of It. This might be a good Never Heard of It crossover. Okay. Okay. Now, out of curiosity, how did you, wh- where, because I'm looking at the same, you know, looking at stuff as well. Release date. You... Release date. Everything for this is video premiere. Oh, under, what is that, on the IMDb page? Yep. This never got released theatrically. So, sucks. Okay. I, was actually, I was actually kind of looking forward to watching this dumb thing. Yeah. This, so, let's, that, let's, I'll reach out to Michael and Sabrina and see if sure. they want to do this as some sort of bonus fun time. Sure. That sounds great. That's All right. So, Todd, go ahead and pick, pick another movie. Okay. Dear, P- TSP- I- Dear TSPHC Army. This has only happened a handful of times when we usually edit it out, but that yeah. was so much fun. That one's staying. Sometimes okay. we realize on the fly it's not something that fits our podcast. Yeah. Because there was, you know, it wasn't like, it, you know, an exact science to putting this list together. So, nope. oh, shit. <laughs> well, so we're watching Dr. Mordred. No, 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 no. What have we got? Uh, I. You want to try and get me to guess? Uh, it's uh, the next one is. I think I know what the next one is. It is. And I don't want to watch it. Oh wait, is this X Men Apocalypse? Yes. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I love that I figured it. it out just by your face. Oh, I don't want to watch it. Please. Oh, Todd, it's so bad. I. Yes, I don't want to watch not it. Even, not even the wonder it. that is Oscar Isaac can save this movie. Uh, okay, well, let's uh, let's watch the trailer. I saw the end of the world. I could feel all this death. Jean, it was just a dream. You wander through the willows in the forest you have found. I've been called many things over many lifetimes. Trying to hide. Ra, Krishna, Yahweh. Ever since the world found out about mutants, there have been secret societies who see them as some kind of second coming or sign of God. They believe that tens of thousands of years ago, an ancient being was born the world's first mutant. You are all my children, and you're lost because you follow blind leaders. But I am here now. Wherever this being was, he always had four followers he would imbue with power. Like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. He got that one from the Bible. Or the Bible got it from him. What is it? Oh, God. He can control all of us. The world needs the X-Men. That's why I'm here. To fight. Not all of us can control our powers. Then don't. This is war. Everything they've built will fall. And from the ashes of their world, we'll build a better one. I've never felt power like this before.
about this movie. <laughs> I mean, this movie's so fucking stupid. <laughs> I don't. It's not changed my mind. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want Here, to watch here's, it. here's the thing. You just need to go in watching this movie, knowing that it is very apparent that. Uh, Michael Fassbender, James McAvoy, Jennifer Lawrence, we're all fucking done with this franchise. After okay. after the the hodgepodge that was Days of Future Past, like really, yeah, we're making another one of these. We're we're still doing this, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, right, I, from what I understand, it's even worse in Dark Phoenix. I have not watched that, but from what I understand, Dark Phoenix is just they are just like it practically looks like they're holding their scripts. In their yeah. hands and be like, but Charles, we have to fight the bad guys. <laughs> They're going to, <laughs> you know, the the only good thing about watching X Men Apocalypse is, is that gets that, us to Deadpool two. Oh, Deadpool two is next. That's right. That's right. I was looking I at Logan, but yeah, that's right. Well, hang on. Oh no, uh, Deadpool two. No, it would be Logan, Logan was twenty seventeen. Yeah. Right, because there's the Logan jokes in Deadpool 2. So, yeah, yeah, it'll give us a Logan. Oh, it'll give us a Logan. And then, so we'll watch. So after this, we have two more movies in the X-Men movie universe. And then we're done with the X-Men. No, no, we have two. We have Deadpool 2 and Oh, wait, Logan. we have... Oh, buddy, we, we have, have four. We have, we have four. two. We, we have, have two. Nope, You're missing two terrible ones. We've got Dark I Phoenix, said, I which I haven't I watched. I said what I said. <laughs> but unfortunately, we also have New Mutants, which uh, I, which again, that movie hate fucked me. Also, that movie yeah. was that movie I, was a war crime. Jack and I watched New Mutants, and it's it's horrible. And the worst part is that it could have been so good. Oh, with that cast, are you kidding me? Yeah, Anya yeah. Taylor Joy. Um, what what's her face from Rape and Dragons? Yep. Maisie uh, Williams. Str- Stranger Things, dude. Yeah. Like, that's a good cast. Yeah. I remember yeah. we were in I mean, the theater when we saw the first trailer and for it, that. It and been, it should have been Shadow King. Like, I mean, they yeah. had they got great source material to draw on. But do you remember we saw that in IMAX? I don't remember what movie we were seeing. But your yeah, lovely vaguely. wife was there. And about halfway through the trailer, yeah. she goes, fucking no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Because it was that's... it was clear it was going to be straight up horror. And she's like, yep. nope. 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 No, I'm out. I'm out. It's so good. No. Oh, good lord. So, so Casey, mm-hmm. you know, music for our podcast comes from some oh, yeah. two places. Our it theme sure song does. is "Take a Chance" by Kevin McLeod. You it can sure find is. his music at incompetech.com. That is our where beer it is. music is uh-huh. "Feather Duster" by Sure Ivers. Yeah, find his music at silverlandsound.com. Uh, I mean, if you want to. Yeah, sure. Why I don't not? know why. I don't know why you know, I did that. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right. You know, we should also thank <clears throat> we should also thank the uh, tireless contributors to Wikipedia for yes. writing the plot Real summaries people. that we use as the basis for our discussion. Yes, so as you. of this recording, uh, the dipshits who are in charge of all the movie th- studios have stepped away from negotiations again. Yeah, based solely on one specific thing, and they're being fucking morons about it. Uh, I'm done being. Uh, uh, play playing the neutral field. All they wanted was two percent of the streaming revenue, and they said no. Good lord! If an actor is in a movie, they get two percent of the streaming revenue, and they're like, "No, I'm like uh, okay." Hmm. But apparently, at the same time, I've heard rumors that like as soon as this strike is done. They're like, we got to finish uh, Deadpool 3 because we got to release it by May. I'm like, then give them their 2%. 
What do you want to do? You want to keep pushing movies back or do you want to actually continue to make movies? I saw Disney is taking a, was it Disney? One of the studios, you know, uh, shared in their earnings call or projections, you know, anticipated, you know, multi-hundred million dollar hit to profits as a result of the of the strike and, you know, delaying production. So, so do you want to keep, yeah, you kind of want to keep doing that or do you want to actually like, like, uh, it's amazing that they're like, hey, tickets for Marvels are available. I'm like, and yeah. I think that's going to be, I, I, I'm I 99% sure if negotiations don't start back up, they're going to call for uh, all new stuff to be struck. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, take care of the people that make these great movies that we love so much. Yeah. Like, I, whoever, I, whoever beyond the director of this movie, whoever helped produce this thing, I'm not going, boy, they did a great job. No, no. No, it was the actors, the directors, and the writer that made this movie good, and they're the ones that need to be paid. I don't give a shit about who was the studio exec at at the whatever. Was this this Fox? No. Uh, Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Yeah. (laughs) Who cares? Who cares? The next movie we're watching is a Fox movie. It is. Okay. All right, Casey. So that was a movie. <laughs> oh, guys, gals, non-binary pal. Something just got cut. It's yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Everything's fine. It's very Everything's funny. Fine. Uh, uh, I wish we could keep it in. Um, but we can't. So, uh, Tom, that was a movie. <laughs> that was a movie. And uh, all that's left to do is just simply say, so that'll do it for the Superpod HeroCast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. And for Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Danny Ryan. Be, Be heroic. heroic. Yeah, buddy. Oh, excellent apocalypse. Here's the good thing. So Frank Bauer, oh, I fucked up the joke. Let me try it again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Hang Mark. On one second. Yep. I got to stop that knocking. Okay. Bill Murray right now. Can you please stop the goddamn Not hammering? Damn hammering. Did you try Staples? Oh, no, sir. I'd never uh, tried never Staples. staples. <laughs>